Hey guys, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator with Kat Stancic, the lead boss. And I have someone actually that I'm really excited for you guys to hear more about because she's going to help you understand how you are in your own way and what you can do about it in order to get to that million dollar business that you know you're sitting on. Uh, we have today Therese Skelly and she is going to actually introduce herself because y'all know they do a better job than I ever would. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm delighted to, you know, we have been in, in each other's orbit for like a million years. So it's really nice to finally connect in person. I'm excited about this. So, so what I do, um, I'll let me just, I used to be a psychotherapist and that is really critical because mm. not only do I understand after I was in psychotherapy, then I was a marketing consultant, business strategist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a, a ninja at teaching people sales. And the reason I have been blessed to be really skilled is because I understand the mindset. I understand energy and I understand the unconscious blocks probably mm. better than a lot of people that didn't have 25 years in the field. Right. Yeah. So what I do today, Kat is actually less of the strategy because you guys are really good at that. What I do is I take people who already know what they're doing mm. and, and they're not getting the results they want. So mm. they know that there's something in them that's holding them back. They know like, I'm better than this. I, God dang it, what, wait, what? You know, like what is wrong here? And I help them, you know, clear, get aligned with what they want to be and what I call, and these are all floaty words, embody. Like you have to be like, who are you going to be to that next level vision of yourself? And that yeah. there's a lot of like, you can't just go, oh, I think I'll be positive today. Bullshit, right? It's a lot of, what's holding you back? Who do you want to step into? And there, there's a lot of cooking in there, like a mm. lot of stuff we got to cook right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really comes down to, you know, are the actions speaking as loud as the words, right? And they don't need to speak louder than the words necessarily, mm -hmm. but you can't just talk and you can't just act. There really needs exactly. to be this amazing right. alignment. Right. Um, you know, which is great because, you know, it's, it's everything that I'm about. I'm all about implementation. I'm all about action. I love, I know that people consume a ton of information, yeah. And what you do is beyond just what you could read in a yes. book, right? Like, yeah. you know, you've, yes. you're bringing years of experience, your intuition, all that amazing stuff. So what do you see as like some of the things that are like, you know, you're more attuned than other people are. So like, you know, you're basically like the ref and you're seeing everybody playing on the field and you see when there's a flag on the play. So you see when that yeah. person is doing that, some that thing that they either don't want you to see or right. that you are inept at being able to see because you're skilled at it. So what are the things, what are the flags on the play that yeah. you see people Good doing question. that Good question. are so common? Yeah. I love that. I call it collapsing, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, here's, here's the, the number one of the people, like bullet point. That's the number one indicator. You know that you are in an unconscious block is if you feel stop, start. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, you, you have a session with Cad or somebody and you get all excited. You, you get a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it happens as you look and it's not because you're lazy or you're stupid or you don't want it or you don't have a good mentor. You know, nobody wakes up on Tuesday and says, ah, this is the day I'm going to screw things up. Like nobody yeah. does that. Right. Yes. But it's what? finally Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I've waited my whole week to screw this day up. So what happens is, you know, what you have to understand, and this is really imperative, is that your brain is wired to keep you safe, small, and stuck. Like mm. our brains from cave days, right? Mm -hmm. When things were jumping out at us, our brains are always going to tell us, well, that's dangerous. That's not going to work. That would be scary. And so because literally, biologically, you're wired to stay stuck. 
And so it takes a shit ton of like stuff, like you've got to get the right strategy, but then you have to understand how to not be sucked into mm. this, like losing, I just call it collapsing and we yeah. all do it. Right. And sometimes your kid is sick or sometimes you lose a job or your husband loses his job Life or, happens. or, Oh, there's, there's a pandemic. You know, there's some things that make you collapse a little bit, right. but when everything's fine and suddenly you're like, well, maybe I, Maybe I need to do more research. Oh, I need a better banner. Oh, I need to go on Pinterest. Like, you know, if you find yourself doing that. Dude, I just did work. that the other day. And yeah. the thing is, is like, this happens at every level of business, every level. right? Absolutely. Like, this yeah. is not a newbie thing. This is no. not a, you know, you're a master in something kind of thing. I did it the other day when I was like, oh, let me go look to see about doctorate programs. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, spent two hours, like, going down yeah. that rabbit yeah. hole. Right. Um, And I share that because, you know, people think that certain people are beyond, you know, this collapsing experience. Um, So what triggers this collapsing to actually happen? I think most of us. So like right now, if if dogs, if somebody came to my door, my dogs would start barking, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're wired to alert. Mm. Right. That's what that, that's just their job, you know? Right. And so what I do as a dog owner is like, shh, go lay down. Shh. Like, and it doesn't stop me from answering the door. I, I understand their job and then I quiet them and then I do what I'm supposed to do. But when we hear that, like, let's say you work with somebody and you give them a great strategy and you're like, okay, you're going to double your rates. You're going to get out more. And all of a sudden they start hearing the, oh my God, what if people think like they hear the little voice mm-hmm. and they believe it. Mm. They give it power. And so if you understand the dog analogy, you wouldn't go, oh no, they're barking. This is a horrible day. I better stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like they don't hide under the covers if the dogs are barking. But most people, unfortunately, cat, are not able to go, oh, isn't that fascinating? There's a part of me that's afraid. That's mm. not the truth. If I understand what Teresa was saying about the brain and the, the biological imperative, now, how can I do both? How can I go, ha, ah, I'm ready to piss myself. I'm so scared. And I'm going to keep doing it. Right. Right. Most don't have the ability to do the both. And so when they, when they get in this, so, so it's either they start hearing the self doubt, the little voices, or there's a, there, oh, we could go for days on this one. Um, we pick up other people's energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it might be something in you where you're literally hearing, it's going to be scary. They're going to think you're a nut job. Nobody's going to pay. Cat's already done it. Why are you even trying? La, 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 right? Right. Or there's like a weird, like, I don't know why, but I just don't, you know, it's not even a voice specifically. It's just, oh, and then I pick up, this is, how, this is how I run my world with my little pendulum. I pick up my little pendulum and my intuition says, oh, you know, your grandmother had a really bad incident with money and in your family legacy, money is bad and people were harmed because of money. Ding, mm. ding, ding. Now, most people don't know that that's the work I do is finding those like things that we're carrying that just just, just put the brakes on for us. Yes. Right. Well, and these are things that, you know, I'm an action taker. So, you know, I tend to be very controlling (laughs) and a lot of my people are as well, like in terms of being very precise and concise with what they're putting their attention to. And, um, and it's hard as someone who's controlling to think that there's something that's happening outside Mm -hmm. of my control something that happened generations ago, right? Something that's impacting your DNA (laughs) today. And there's a lot going on in the world right now having to do with that exact concept. Um, So how does someone kind of get over 
that in a way. And I'm not talking about get over as in like it didn't happen, but yeah. recognizing it and then moving on in a way that supports yourself and in this right. case, your business. So I'll give you three tools. The first one I already gave you the, the barking dog analogy. You must stop listening to your thoughts. So you, you need to start identifying like, okay, there's that scary thought. And the, 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 the literally the best question in the world is, is it true? Mm. Is it true that everybody's going to hate me and I'm going to be the homeless cat lady? Like really, is that true? Right? <laughs> My case, dog lady, but whatever. So, so that's what you want to add. Like, like if you can separate, a really good way to do that is to write the thoughts out. Yeah. Because when they're in their heads, our brains are like, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, don't, you're, you're going to die. It's going to suck. You're going to lose all your money. As opposed to, okay, shh, I hear you. Let me write all that down. And you write it all out. So your brain's like, oh, okay, mm. you got it down. Okay, so number one, notice your thoughts. Number two, I would have you basically say, is this mine or somebody else's? Mm. So imagine you're feeling like you go to, you've just taken a, a webinar from Kat and you're all excited and then you're like, oh God, I can't do that. You literally can ask your body, right, is this, does this feeling belong to you? You don't even have to psychoanalyze it. Right. And 90 to 95% of the times, it's not even our feelings. Yeah. And if you're a sensitive person with what's going on in the world today, we're all under siege. We're all like exhausted. There's fatigue. There's just fear. I mean, it's just, and so if you're feeling a little sluggish right now, hello, you could just be picking up on the collective. Yeah. Right. And so if you understand, okay, I'm carrying this other energy. You can either come to me and I'll fix it and flip it for you. Or you can say, um, it's not mine. Okay, go. Just return to sender. You could burn it in a fire. You can like send it to God, give it to the earth, whatever it is, but just differentiate mine and not mine. This is not my energy. This heaviness, this fear. Mm. Like when the pandemic first started, I literally was paralyzed for two months. I couldn't even work. I'm like, I'm supposed to be a leader. Oh, hell. <laughs> like, and I, I'm like, wait, what? What? But I was picking up on all the collective and I had just to honor that, but then go, I don't even believe, like, shh. But it takes a while to differentiate mm. mine versus not mine. And the third one, and this is, a, you got to do a little mental gymnastics here. So I call this the flip it on its head technique. Okay, so imagine there's a part of you and you're going forward, but then there's, you're also scared, right? You can always tell it's a, it's called a conflicting intention where a part of me really wants to make some figures, but another part's kind of scared that I would, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you ask yourself, and none of it's logical, so I have to say that what would be the potentially negative thing about getting this? Mm. And people mm. say, nothing negative. Shh. If you're not getting it, there's something. We call this a payoff right. or a secondary gain. What's the potentially negative thing? And again, it's not logical. Well, if I make that much money, maybe, um, God, maybe my husband will feel threatened or maybe my, you know, my church friends won't like me anymore. Or like literally just go to the ends of the, like, and what else and what else? And the second question is, what would be the, what is the potentially positive thing about not getting this? Mm. How's it serving mm. you not to do it? Yeah, exactly. And then you'll find like in there, that's the resistance. Then you're like, oh, wow, I'm more wedded to staying comfortable than I am to getting my mission. You know, so those are yeah. just three techniques to kind of work with some of the mindset stuff. I love that. And I tell my clients a lot of times the money is beyond the resistance, right? And so it's like really about having the conversation yeah. and leaning into it versus yeah. what you're talking about exactly, which is running away, right? It's a fight or flight. Exactly. And it's like, yep. hold on, there's a third option. There's a, let's talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Go right in. Go in. Yeah. Um, and it really comes down to, you know, the simplicity of being present 
being aware, being mindful of what's going on and just not kind of droning along in life, right? And being this robotic thing of I need to do X, Y, Z, but really being in that space of, you know, uh, consciousness where Mm -hmm. you're actively driving the car, right? In your, in your career. So what does like mindset really have to do with like sales and growing your business? Um, everything (laughs) (laughs) because you've probably had students that take your program and you're like, what the heck is wrong? Like, Like you know, your process works. Why aren't they getting the results? uh, And there's only so much. uh, Yeah. You're like, this thing works. And why do some get it? Why do some not get it? And especially in selling, oh my gosh, that is my, I, I love selling because I, I had to overcome all this, right? Um, We often teach what we needed to learn. And so for me, you know, the number one thing with selling is owning your value. Mm. You have to understand. Well, if we had a hardware store and we were selling like screwdrivers and commodities, it's a different thing. But when you're a service-based business owner and you Mm -hmm. are for sale, that's when all the gremlins come out and tell you like, Tony Robbins already (laughs) said that. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, yeah. So, so you have to own your value. And it's, I mean, when I had my sales training 15,000 years ago, we, I, li- I had the best sales trainers. Kat. I, was, I was like, well trained. We had scripts. If they say, A, go to B, mm-hmm. like 15 pages of script. I couldn't sell a thing. And it was because of all my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I discovered, like, it doesn't matter if you have the right formula, the right system. If you can't own your value and the selling conversation, it's easy to like, and what else do you want? And how will that make your life better? But then when you have to go, okay, that's going to cost $10,000. That's where it's <laughs> exactly. Right? And so it's in that moment. And that's what it teaches. Like, number one, you own your value, but also how do you take a stand for your target? How do you know? that you're not going to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Well, if you like, that's what I used to do, you know, yeah. if you want help call back, you know, right, right. You I'm sorry there. for bothering you. Exactly. you know, I know that that's you asked it. for this call, but you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you've heard that before too, or you've mm-hmm. done that before. And I think unfortunately a lot of, a lot of women have that. I don't want to bother people. I don't want to ask for money. I don't want to, you know, we get like, oh, we'll give you a discount. I'll give you a bargain. We could trade, you know, we do that kind of of stuff mm-hmm. in the beginning anyway and so when I teach my selling curricula it's not just how to have a conversation it's how you be powerful mm. and it generalizes through everything because you know how you do anything is how you do everything and so if you learn how to hold your value and and I, and I don't use any manipulative gorilla shaming bullshit tactic and no bro marketing here yeah. yeah no 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 it's just real just like you want it let's talk about it right so and it, it's, it's that simple of a transaction. Um, I know I talk about like when you go to the grocery store, you're saying no all the time. You, when you go and no. you don't pick up the ketchup bottle or the mustard right. bottle or the relish, it's not that you're saying F you Heinz company right. or organic you know, <laughs> company. I, I hate you. You suck. It's just that right now is not when I not need ketchup. <laughs> there you go. I hate ketchup. But you know, meatloaf, yeah. that's the only thing I have. I, I eat ketchup with. But like, it's, it's not personal, it's business, right? And so a lot of women get triggered because they start making business really personable, personal and really hits that self-worth trigger. So how many people do you deal with that, you know, it comes down to that kind of, you know, repeated history or some kind of past trauma that has to do with self-worth and, um, you know, that self-empowerment. Almost everybody. Yeah. 
I think, I think, you know, you don't have to have been raped and violently assaulted to have had trauma. Right. You could have been bullied as a kid. I mean, I have a client whose um, older sister was sick. Nothing bad happened in the family, but because there was so much energy to the sick child, she got neglected yeah. and there was trauma. So, so I think, and what, what I understand what happens to the brain in trauma, it gets wired, like you use the term flight or flight, it gets mm -hmm. wired to, to we, don't, we can't create when we're in trauma. Right, right. And so I do a lot of work with trauma because most people have, I've had it, most people have it. So, well, and trauma is such a, um, it's, you know, I talked about the, there you go. Okay. <laughs> my internet is everyone's online. Um, so a lot of yeah. people, you know, deal with trauma and it's such a, when you get that trigger, it's such a reactive state and it's, it's something it, you basically go from driving the, you know, the car in your business and in your life to basically being jumped out and like you're mm -hmm. in the trunk, right? Like you're not even in control anymore. So what do you, um, what is a strategy that you help, um, your clients understand when, when they're in which role, like when they're in that reactive state versus let's say a creative state when they're yeah. really driving forward. That's great. I think the first one is if you understand, like for me, it's, I can say, oh, there's that scared little part of me, right? You must understand that it's not like, here, here's a really quick thing. If you do not feel your chronological age, you're what I call regressed. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in my old age and suddenly I'm like, God, it reminds me of when I was 10 or reminds me when I was with so-and-so ding, ding, ding. You're not your grown up self. Right. And so just that's one quick question. How old do I feel right now? Or what does this remind me of? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, that was a time like when my dad was yelling and like, ding. Okay. A child should not run a business. Never. Yep. And so, so if you can, and, so you can see the work I do is so much self-aware. What I say is yeah. when you have awareness, you have choice. Yes. Otherwise, you literally are victimized. You're just, you're just held hostage by your history and, and others' energy. So if you're, when I'm, when I'm messed up, because we all get like, oh, I suck. Nobody's going <laughs> to hire me. I'll be like, wait, wait, wait. Is that mine? Wait, what? I, I go in and just go, what is that? And sometimes it's a part. Sometimes it's a younger thing. Something, something happened. For me, cat, you know, the looping thoughts when you're like, and, yeah. and he, I'm going to say that. And then da, 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 when you can't stop the thoughts, that's a trauma response. That's literally your body. Yep. And you must train your brain to just go, okay, pause. Okay. Because what, the magic that we have now is a thing called neuroplasticity where we literally can prune off. So if, they, if this was a plant mm -hmm. and I stopped watering it, which sadly I've been killing my succulents these days, I can't get the balance <laughs> That's right. That's pretty hard to do. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well done. Oh, I either forgot or I overwatered. I don't know what I'm doing, but anyway, <laughs> and I live in Arizona. It's kind of a bitch out here. And so if I don't water this plant, it's eventually going to die. And so when you start hearing those repetitive thoughts and you're like, oh no, I think, oh yeah, like if you feed it and water, it's mm -hmm. going to strengthen as opposed mm -hmm. to awareness. Okay. There's that thought in me that is telling me that it's going to be really hard. I'm never going to make it. I'm going to waste all my money. I hear you. And then you have to have a replacement thought, you know, and it could be like, I'm on the right path. Mm -hmm. All is in God's hands or, you know, my soul's got me. And you, so you literally don't feed this thought. Yeah. And you must, so, so it, you have to do so much mental work to rewire yourself. Otherwise you're going to be a victim of your, of your past and your family's right. past and your right. gender. Right. So I love that. I mean, it really, honestly, and I know you talked about strategy and strategy is such, I mean, it's such an ego feeder, right. Um, in terms of 
And, and I love it because when you have a good strategy, it's fantastic. Then it's all about yeah. action implementation, all that good stuff. Um, but what people, you know, and it's such an easy place to go to because it's kind of like, and you know, this, I talk about money because that's where ego's at. Right. Yeah. But so yeah. much of what I do is beyond just the money. It's about the impact and it's about uh-huh. taking the action and doing the consistent work and all that good stuff. But right. no one's Googling, how could I be more consistent in the business? Right. <laughs> You're Googling, yeah. right. How can I make more money? So you have to exactly. talk about what it is that people are looking for and understand, like you said, which was how do you take something and really, and kind of like do the ACDC power converter of how do you take some energy <laughs> and energy that makes you feel victimized of, I suck, mm-hmm. I don't feel good mm-hmm. and convert it into this empowerment because right. when you're feeling empowered, you're feeling in control, then you take action. You do the exactly. things that you know you're yeah, supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. It's just, yeah, this fuel, yeah. this will never get you anywhere. This is right. like the road to hell. It really well, is. I mean, but it keeps you busy, yeah. right? And so that's the other part yeah. is it keeps people this busy. So it feels like they're moving forward, yeah. but they're really turning in circles. So you're moving, but you're not actually making forward progress. Yeah. When you're looking at that doctor and I, who am really on LinkedIn, I'm like, and I'm designing LinkedIn banners, right? Instead of connecting with people, I'm, you know, I'm like, I need new graphics. That'll do it. Yeah. That right. When, so that when hour I spent posting and scheduling my content this morning, that wasn't the best use of my time. It's okay. It happens guys. Everybody it does. does stuff that they're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. but here's the difference. What we're talking about here is awareness. And saying, you know what, I recognize that I did that. And Mm -hmm. here's what I should do. And here's the difference between you, the person listening, who's going to be making five figures versus seven figures in their business. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to change it? Nice. Nice. Just going to talk about it. So Therese, how can people learn more about you? Because you go in such depth with the content that you share and the information that you share online. Um, so how can people get in touch with you, learn more about what you do and, Thank and you. look at Thank those you. shifts? Well, so a couple of things. I have a book. So it's called, uh, how to create a business that serves your soul, love-based mm. mission. And in it, I talk a lot about the mindset, the hidden blocks, the, you know, dare I say the word codependency, how we take care of others more than ourselves. Like there's a lot of tools in how here. How dare you? I the know. That's something know. that we do, especially as the women dirty and moms. Word. And any dirty kind of word. For mom, you know, for a baby yeah. mom and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, the dog need to go on another walk right now. <laughs> so, so you can get the book. Um, my website is treeskelly.com. A little dated, have a little website shame, but whatever. Uh, but I have, um, you know what? I, one thing I do, Kat, that's a little, a little different is I connect people to the soul of their business. It's mm-hmm. a very different way of sourcing information. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It's like a 20 minute uh, meditation. And so if you want that, it's like, a, like people love this meditation. And so just go to treeskelly.com forward slash soul. Nice. And you'll get a meditation and a worksheet. It's really, that's a really nice way to help you like go beyond yourself to just show like, why, what am I really supposed to do in the world? Oh, it's a really nice thing to have. Awesome guys. Make sure you check the show notes for that. That will be down there for you guys to check out. I know I'm going to go do it because it doesn't matter where you are in business. You can always do that gut check to make sure that you are in alignment with where you are supposed to go. Guys, check it out. TereseKelly.com forward slash soul. Um, And thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Any parting words that you'd like to leave um, our listeners with or viewers? Um, Tap into your mission. Because if you have this, you're, you're supposed to do it. I, what I say to my clients, it's already done. It's inevitable. Your success is inevitable. You just got to be the right person, right? Mm. You just got to grow into that person that makes the success inevitable. But don't stop believing in yourself. Hells yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sure. It's been great.